Welcome, Heather. We're so excited to have you at Changemakers From Within. Um, this is Heather Jin, everyone, who's coming in from Medallia. We can't wait to have this conversation with you. I can't wait to hear more about all the programming you're doing and just share it out with everyone. Um, so yeah, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? For sure. Um, and such a pleasure to be here, Rachel. This is my first podcast that I'm doing ever. So stuff, <laughs> y'all. Um, yeah. And I'm in New Orleans with my family, so I'm in a good mood and everything. You caught me at a good time. Um, but yeah, um, such a pleasure meeting everybody virtually. My name is Heather Jin. I'm the global head of social impact at Medallia, um, which is a B2B technology company. Um, and I started actually in professional services at Medallia. So for those who don't know what professional services is, it's tech, uh, it's technology consulting. So consulting with our um, at Medallia Fortune 500 um, enterprise customers on um, how to use the Medallia technology in the best way possible to make sure that they get the most out of it. Um, and the, you know, I loved professional services, but the whole time that I was there, I was thinking, you know, how incredible our product could be if we could use it for mission-driven organizations like nonprofits. At that time, our public sector um, and healthcare verticals were kind of up and coming. It was a very new thing. Um, and just thinking, you know, how, how much of an impact our product could make. And I was very passionate about that side. Um, and with that, you know, dedicated making medallia.org into a side hustle of mine. It was all, you know, volunteer hours, lots of passion. I know a lot of listeners, I'm sure, probably can relate to that side hustle mentality. Um, but yeah, so I, I started with doing more volunteer and fundraising work. Um, and then eventually about a year ago was when I um, transitioned to do social impact work full time at Medallia. Cool. What, can you tell us a little bit more about what Medallia does? Yeah. So um, B2B tech company, right? Um, we are the leading customer experience management platform, um, which is a fancy way to say <laughs> that we aggregate and get all of the feedback signals that a customer provides, right? Whether that's from an email survey, which is, I think, the traditional method that a lot of people think of. It can come from surveys on a digital channel on the website, video feedback, SMS, whatever, you know, or social media reviews, all of that um, feedback um, signals, we aggregate into one platform, bubble up insights from it, and we consult with our customers on how they can transform their customer experience based off what their customers are actually saying. Um, and you can replace the word customer with any audience, right? So that can be patients, citizens, donors, employees, volunteers, yeah. um, and we're very obsessed with making sure that that experience is streamlined and um, really effective. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about, so you were in this other role um, and you were side hustling with Medallia.org. How did that side hustle start? Yeah, 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 for sure. So I remember I met a few folks at orientation who had very similar goals that I did, which was we're really passionate about giving back, but didn't really know what Medallia was doing to support us in that part of our lives and that part of our identity. And so that group of passionate medallions, we got together and we thought about, you know, what can we do 
in our limited free time that we had to create a little bit more of that culture of wanting to give back and celebrating and uh, celebrating that. And so that was when we started super low hanging fruit of just having a volunteering event for our team. And that was when I started thinking, you know, okay, there's something here that's way bigger than I would have ever anticipated. Um, and I started reaching out to other um, folks at technology companies, I stumbled upon this group called Corporate Community Relations Consortium. Um, And I went to a meeting of theirs, you know, was, I remember that one was about, um, it was salesforce.org talking about their, um, their school match program. And that was a light bulb moment for me, which was, oh shoot, there are people who do this full time. This is their job doing this. And it was incredible. So I remember going to that meeting, walking out of it and saying, I'm dedicating myself to make this my job. Um, And so, you know, obviously still at Hustle doing professional services. And that was kind of a light bulb moment, realizing that social impact could be a lot more strategic, right? Because what we were doing was very low-hanging fruit of doing like newsletters and doing, you know, local volunteering events, which don't get me wrong, is great, but it's not strategic to the company. And so started meeting with a lot more um, CSR folks at other tech companies and consultants, and a lot of them preached, you know, you have to highlight Um, what you're doing to what the business needs. And there's four main things that a business thinks about, right? Which is branding. What what can you do as a brand differentiator? That's one. Two is hiring and reducing attrition. Three is product expansion and product innovation. And four is increasing sales pipeline. And when... I was thinking about, you know, making this a full-time role. I was pitching it as, you know, we can do this as the small, low-hanging fruits as a side hustle, but if you really want to make it meaningful, if you really want to make a change and um, inspire medallions to do good and make an actual difference in the world, you need to have a team and you need to make this an official arm of Medallia. And that that is how Medallia.org came to be. And of course... I mean, this 100% would not have happened if it wasn't for the fact that not only are medallions passionate about it, and I think it, it really is ingrained as part of medallion already, but our leadership just gets it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think I preach to the choir, to this yeah. crowd, I'm sure, that you need to have leaders who understand the value of this to, to really make it happen. And it does come from a top-down approach as well. So, so, so thankful for our leadership in that. Wow. So how long had you been working on kind of these social impact initiatives before you kind of formally pitched it as like, let me do this full time? Um, the actual um, conversation with the CEO and CHRO that became um, the turning point for me to do this full time was probably about two years. I will say a big learning is uh, go straight to the top and ask. I had. I think I would have saved a lot more time if I went straight to the CHRO or the CEO at that time and just made my ask really clear. Um, I know looking back, it wasn't. It was because I didn't have the confidence, um, and I didn't know it was something that the company valued as much as I I had wanted. So, and I knew obviously after having that conversation with the CEO, CEO and CHRO that it was indeed something that they did value. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think it's part of. I think what a lot of folks are navigating is how do you how do you actually formalize the program, right? A lot of people are starting these kind of side hustles like you did, you know, 
volunteering and, you know, campaigns around the giving season and all these different things just to get people active and feeling um, this culture of giving back. Um, But then the really kind of the hard part is how do you pitch this to become either something full time or something more established where you can give a portion of your time or whatever it is, um, where it's part of your work day and it's not a side hustle anymore. Yeah, exactly. So I think, I think this is great insight, right? Go to the top, go to the C-suite. Like they're the ones who will, they'll, you know, the passion, they're good. People are going to get excited about giving back as a company. I think across the board, it's whether or not people are actually going to sign off on, yes, here's a new role or yes, here's a mini department or yes. You know, like I think there's a, or a budget or whatever. I think ultimately you're right. Yeah. Everyone will give you this positive feedback, but they might not be able to actually make the decision. Yeah, definitely. And I think, I mean, I think there's two parts to double down on there too, which is, of course, you're going to have to show momentum, right? So there is inevitably going to be some time where you have to kind of show employees care about this and look at all of these, you know, let's say this blog post that you posted about employee um, engagement and volunteerism, like see how much this blog post got so many hits, right? Like our blog posts about us, um, providing our product to nonprofits during COVID, um, when COVID first hit, that was the best, um, traction blog post that we had gotten. Um, it was the best, um, blog post that we have done, um, for that quarter. Um, or, you know, just measuring metrics of look at how many people came to our past volunteering event, right. Mm -hmm. Or look at how many, um, people in my team have asked me about, um, have we done gift matching? So definitely showing momentum takes time. Um, And the second thing is definitely have um, an executive sponsor, right? There's hopefully at least one person in the operating team who is really passionate about um, corporate social impact and making sure that that person really is there for the ride um, as a thought leader, um, not just someone who you go to say, hey, can you give approval for this, but also someone who can be a soundboard for you too. Um, I think... I, I have so much um, gratitude for the former CHRO who was our executive sponsor at that time, um, who was a person who actually set up the meeting with the CEO for me. So it's awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about Medallia.org and kind of the focus areas? Yeah, definitely. So um, previously, and it still is, um, Medallia.org focuses on um, causes and nonprofits and organizations that our medallions are really passionate about. But what I was thinking about a lot recently, too, is um, how that's wonderful, but it doesn't necessarily mean we're really moving the needle on, you know, one or two causes. We're kind of desperate in, in the impact that we're having. And so a few months ago, we actually... Um, spun up a new platform within our Crowdicity product. So our Crowdicity product um, allows you to crowdsource ideas and feedback um, from an employee base or from any audience member, but in this case was employee base. So um, I had spun up a Crowdicity challenge asking um, our employees, you know, what are you passionate about? Um, and where do you think Medallia.org should move the needle on? And so I had um, kind of shortlisted um, the UN Sustainable Development Goals. So I know these are what the community needs, right? Um, 
And I shortlisted them from ones that I knew that, you know, Medallia had the resources and the superpowers to be able to actually move the needle on. So within that kind of intersection of what does a community need and what are we able to, to actually help and what are we best equipped to help? We had a short list of about um, eight um, ideas or, you know, causes that uh, medallions could vote on and then medallions voted on it. And the top three that came out of that was first climate change, second um, diversity inclusion, and the third one, um, digital transformation for social impact organizations. So those three are, you know, very broad, obviously, but hopefully we'll be able to kind of create that um, North Star as we think about in the future, much more, you know, larger strategic grant making and larger partnerships on all that. Um, So lots more to come of that. but I think it's so far, even in the past few months since those results have come out, it's been helpful to kind of connect the dots for medallions, right? Which is, I personally, and I want everyone else at Medallia to believe that everyone has the power to do social good, whatever role that they're in, right? It's everyone's responsibility to do, do social impact, um, And so it's been helpful to kind of connect the dots on what, you know, let's say the workplace services team, they do quite a bit in the sustainability um, realm. You know, we, they used to pre COVID partner with a B corporation called fair resources um, that is focused on getting local and organic foods um, and, and, you know, rethinking the food system and that work should be considered social impact work, right? And so connecting dots on that. And we have a diversity and inclusion team that focuses so much on, you know, increasing diversity inclusion and hiring internally. And they do quite a bit externally as well. And, and they partner with Year Up and Path Forward and um, Breakline to diversify our hiring pipelines. That's so- social impact work as well, right? So um, it's been helpful already to kind of help people um, understand the full scope of what this could look like. Yeah, I feel like it's also just very empowering now for your employees to and your teammates to now, whatever direction you guys end up building off of and the programming you do, people feel like they were a part of that decision, which I think is really empowering for any of the programming that you do going forward right now. All of a sudden, people understand where it comes from and they feel a part of it. I saw that you guys took the took pledge 1%, um, pledging 1% of both employee time and of, of product. Um, it's awesome. We love pledge 1%. I just think it's an incredible organization and it's been very inspiring seeing the many companies take the pledge in, in, in these different areas. Um, can you tell us about some of the initiatives that you have for each of these focus areas, both employee time and product? Yeah, so we um, pledged product and employee time um, and focused on those two first because they're what we call our superpowers at Medallia. Um, And it's an embedded social enterprise model. So um, at the core is kind of our product and how we provide our products to not only nonprofits, but all mission-driven organizations, right? So social enterprises, healthcare, public sector. I think especially with COVID, we're, you know, it, it kind of makes it clear that we're all working together to make the world a better place, right? Um, so for all mission-driven organizations, and, and we're committed to making our products accessible and easy to use, um, 
and specifically designed for these organizations as well. One is Human IT, which is a nonprofit dedicated to bridging the digital divide. Um, they use our product, uh, Medallia Zingle, which is our SMS platform, um, and they've been able to serve four times more people. Um, so four times more households by streamlining what used to be for them kind of a 45-minute phone call, what is now a two-minute text message. Yeah. So um, it's really fantastic to just see all of these incredible organizations using our product as a way to just – so they have to spend less time, you know, doing the grunt work and the admin work and more more time doing what is actually, you know, uh, the mission-critical work that they're doing for their communities. On the people side, we partner really closely with our diversity and inclusion team. Um, So the policies that we started with, um, which include our version one of gift matching, which is our employee resource group gift matching. So each one of our employee resource groups um, get to select one nonprofit that um, they want to support for the fiscal year so they can fundraise and get gift matching at the end. We're we're giving $200,000 as a direct donation to um, black nonprofits that are black at Medallia employee resource group selected. So that's huge. That is that is a very generous donation. It's absolutely incredible. It came from our black at Medallia employee resource group, which is called BAM. Um, and they, you know, they had a list of all of these requests, right, of um, things that they um, wanted to see from Medallia, like, you know, doubling down on our year up partnership, um, increasing representation, obviously, within Medallia as well. Um, And they took it to our leadership team. And our leadership team was, you know, like, of course, of course, we have to do this and even more. Um, So it, it was pretty incredible to see all of the commitments that had come um, very quickly, um, in the past few, few weeks. Cool. Can you tell us a little bit about where medallia.org sits in the company structure and then kind of what team are you guys on now? And has it always been that way? Yeah. Um, so I first started in, um, PNC or people and culture, which is our human resources department. Um, and that was because, um, like I said before, our CHRO was the executive sponsor, right? Um, and my role was approved and created by that um, CHRO. And so um, it started within that department. And um, since it was in HR, obviously, the beginning of Medallia.org's evolution um, did start kind of focusing on the employee engagement side. So that's why we started with volunteer time off and ERG gift matching as the first two things that we launched. We launched that within the first, I think, a month or two since we formalized Medallia.org. And then um, now I actually switched over into our corporate development and mid-market division. Um, our company, which has predominantly been enterprise in our history, um, within the past two years, I would say, or past year, we started doubling down on mid-market um, and more small businesses as a focus as well, and, and just making our products a lot more accessible to all organizations. And so when I saw this kind of shift in the types of um, companies that we were um, enabling, you know, 
most nonprofits fall under this mid-market division of ours, right? Even the largest of nonprofits is, is typically mid-market for us. And so it kind of was a perfect timing to think, okay, I've always envisioned Medalli.org to be this social enterprise. I've always envisioned it to be a core, you know, vertical within um, Medallia. This seems like a perfect time to align that, especially now that the business is also moving towards mid-market and small businesses as a focus. And so I switched over to, to mid-market and corporate development and makes it much more of that kind of cohesive social enterprise product to people model. Cool. But I also think with social impact teams, it falls under every single department imaginable, right? I've seen CSR teams be under legal, under marketing, under HR product sales all over the place. And I think it's great that way. Um, it's awesome. The first time we spoke, you mentioned this phrase that I absolutely love, which is focus on your superpower, <laughs> especially as it relates to kind of the social impact work at Medallia. Can you tell us a little bit more? Yeah, for sure. So this is the phrase that I tell everybody who asks me, um, you know, how for tips on how to break into the social impact space, which is, um, yeah, find what your superpower is and hone in on that and find how that intersects with social impact. You know, like I just said, social impact is so interdisciplinary. So whatever thing that you're passionate about and that you want to double down on, I guarantee you there is a way to make it um, a social impact focus as well. So if you're passionate about finance, there's the fun side, right? And the grant making side. If you're focused on, or if you're passionate about HR, then there's employee engagement and volunteerism. If you're passionate about sales and product, then that's the product discounting and the donation product uh, program and, you know, the, the vertical, um, and then if you're passionate about marketing or PR, then there's, you know, content management and, and marketing, which is a huge part of, um, the social impact space and, and the corporate side as well. Um, so focusing on what that superpower is and then hopefully finding a company that values that superpower and is focusing on that, right? So finding that intersection of what your superpower is and what the company is focused on at that time, whether it's branding, hiring, product innovation, or sales, if you can marry that, I really do think that is where the most impact that you can make internally to create that culture and externally for, for the community as well. That's awesome. I love that. Focus on your superpower. <laughs> yeah, I say that word so often. <laughs> yeah, I love it because I just feel like there's, like you said, there are just so many angles to take with social impact work. And if you can focus on what you're good at and the team and kind of align it with a team that really gets behind it, um, it really can live in a lot of different departments, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's really, my background before this was in design and it's very similar in that design is stuck in a lot of different departments and, and it's really focusing on kind of what, you know, what, what are the business goals? What is the team really good wow. at? who's going to really get behind the team to, to push it forward. So yeah, definitely. how are you guys thinking about virtual with all of your programming and social impact programming? How, how's that coming into play? 
Yeah. Um, so on the product side, it actually hasn't really changed too much on that side. Um, we've, you know, always predominantly been, um, interacting with our, um, nonprofits and, and government agencies and healthcare organizations remotely. Anyways, I will say what's been greatest impact is on the people side. Um, obviously it's a little bit tougher to do, um, more hands-on, um, giving back now. So now that everyone's schedules are absolutely crazy, um, you know, people are ranging from, they have absolutely no time because they're dealing with, um, kids at home and having a full-time job to some folks who might have actually a little bit more free time, um, cause they're at home and don't have to do a commute. So it's such a wide range, right? Of folks, um, we're, we're kind of trying to make these opportunities um, from a range of super, super easy to ones that require a little bit more time and a little bit more investment um, and making that wide range of opportunities more accessible and for folks to do it on their own time. So that's kind of the way that I've been thinking about virtual programming. So some examples of what we've been doing is um, we have a list of volunteer opportunities, just kind of like an Excel spreadsheet, right, in our intranet of um, virtual COVID-specific um, volunteering opportunities. Um, shout out to so many other CSR organizations who have been compiling it. So I've been kind of just, you know, piecemeal compiling it from so many other sources. So we have that. Um, for folks who, you know, literally have no time, they just have an hour of free time, but they want to do something, we, we used to have um, kind of scheduled uh, volunteer time off opportunities, um, one that we had with Career Village, um, which is a fantastic nonprofit. Um, they did an advice party, so um, where medallions would, you know, we, we got like 50 medallions into one Zoom. Um, we had some fun music playing, and we were answering questions from students um, that were typically about, you know, what kind of career they wanted to go into, what kind of mentorship that they would get, you know. Um, and then for folks who might have a little bit more time to actually create a deeper relationship. We had info sessions um, about some of these organizations like Crisis Text Line um, or Tarjim Lead, these tech forward nonprofits who, you know, you, you have to put in a little bit more time to get training as a counselor or um, training to ensure that you, you can be the right translator, whatever that is. Um, so, we had info sessions kind of spotlighting medallions who are already doing this type of work um, and kind of, you know, demystifying the process or making sure that people got um, all the resources that they would need to become one of these more deeper rooted volunteers. So super cool. So what's next for kind of the social impact programming at Medallia and Medallia.org's 10 year vision? Like what's your 10 year vision for Medallia.org? Yeah. Um, so what's next and what's coming up? So many things. Okay. So, um, one big thing that I definitely want to do is kind of connect the people on the product side. So there are so many medallions who are so passionate about, um, you know, customer experience and they have so many skills that I know are really transferable, um, and helpful to nonprofit organizations like survey design. We have, you know, half of the company is um, an expert on survey design or data analysis and insights um, 
or, you know, branding and marketing, um, UX, there's so many of these incredible skills that medallions have. Um, and so doing some type of pro bono skill-based volunteering program for our nonprofit customers would be awesome and something I'm definitely, um, focusing on soon. And then another one is our fund. Um, so, you know, the other part of the pledge 1%, which is monetary resources, right. Which is either equity or, um, revenue or, or profit. Um, so for us, we haven't, we don't have a fund yet, but it's something that we're hopeful and, and hopefully going to start creating soon. And then the third thing that I'm really hoping um, to focus on is stronger partnerships with other tech companies and other CSRs. Um, I think that there's so much that we all do together, right? And I would hate for it to be kind of duplicative work that is not impactful to the nonprofit side, right? If there's a way for us to do it together, that's even more impactful. I would love for us to be able to do that. Um, Medallion is actually part of Impact Cloud right now, which is a coalition of leading tech companies dedicated to digital capacity building for, for nonprofits. And I just find these coalitions to be so inspirational and so inspiring to see, you know, what we could do together if we all created, you know, maybe it's like a joint fund together, or we created like a playbook of what kind of um, technologies you would need as a nonprofit, you know, if you need this help, get this product, if you need that help, get this product, or, you know, just doing consulting work for nonprofits in, in, in the technology space, whatever that looks like, I think there's so much that we could do together. It's awesome. I'm so excited for you. I can't wait to keep following along. I'm sure you'll hit this 10-year vision in like two years. So I'm excited to, to watch it. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> um, but yeah, Heather, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. I'm super excited for everyone to hear everything you've done, everything you've built up. Like it's crazy to think that when you started, there was really nothing there and you've built this all up from a side hustle to being a full-time job and, and now a department and, and with real strategic um, ties to, to where the company's going. So kudos to you for all your work and, and thank you for all the social impact work you're doing. Yeah, no, thank you. I mean, I 100% could not be here if it wasn't for the many, many people who have been mentors um, and the leaders and the, the passionate medallions on the ground who made it happen in their own local offices. Um, to me, I feel like my job is really more as an amplifier, mm-hmm. right? Of just amplifying what other people are doing, whether that's what nonprofits are doing or what medallions are doing. I'm just here to kind of connect the dots. Um, and, and be that messenger for folks. Um, and also what I found is that everyone in CSR is so helpful and so willing to share their, their advice and, and time. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm so grateful to be also in a space that is so collaborative. Um, I not agree more. It's such a, it's such a fantastic space. So, and you're part of it, right? You giving your time to share your story. I mean, it's awesome. Oh my gosh, it's the least that I could do. Truly the least I could do to pay it forward. And you too, Rachel. I mean, you, you've started um, Millie from the ground up. So I'm so excited also to learn more about um, Millie and, and see more about maybe in the future what we can do together on that side as well. 
Cool. Well, thanks for being a part of it, Heather. And Heather Jin, everyone from Medallia, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day, y'all.